What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty Channel. My name is TJ McClelland, and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in, and let's have some fun. Yo, hey, everybody. This is going to be an exciting, very vulnerable video for me. This is all about a Missouri rental property that we purchased in 2021 in about, I think it was the last week of June that we closed. So I'm excited to kind of bring this rental to you guys. And then also I'm excited to put it out there and see if other investors or real estate investors will check out the numbers, take a look at them, give me some advice. Is it a deal that you would have taken on? Is it something that looks terrible and I should dump it? Yeah, just looking for insight and I'm going to share it with you guys. So this is going to be fun. All right. Let's move to this slide here. For those of you listening, I'm going to try to read through everything so that you can hear it and understand it. So right now we're going to go over some raw numbers. These have all the expenses in them. So currently the way I ran these numbers, I want to do a big shout out to Brandon Turner from BiggerPockets podcast and BiggerPockets.com. We do utilize their BiggerPockets.com calculators. We pay for a pro account. I love the pro account and all the things that it comes with. We've had it for probably three or four years now, maybe something like that. Anyway, in there, when you have the pro account, you can run a lot of rental calculators on your properties. And so it just gave us a lot of tools. So big shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for all the tools that you give us. But during that or utilizing that bigger pockets calculator, it has really nice features to give us a good graph about what things look like. And so I wanted to show you this first set. The numbers that we ran, we are coming up with a monthly cash flow of about $293 a month in positive cash flow. So for you real estate investors out there that are really savvy, is that something that you look for in cash flow? Is that high? Is it low? Is it not enough? Give me some feedback on that. That would be awesome. We are at a rental price of $13.95 a month. I do anticipate the new lease coming up in June if our tenants don't stay there. I do anticipate that bumping up by about $100, $150 or so. So this deal will look more positive here probably at the end of June or 1st of July, something like that. We are running expenses at about $1,100 a month. And then we do have a cash on cash ROI or a return on investment at 6.3%. So I'm curious to hear your guys' point of view as well. Is that a pretty high cash on cash ROI or is it not quite enough? And then also following that up, we have a five-year annualized return at 14.82%. I'm going to show you this mortgage payment. It does say $524.65. That is really, really close to what we do have for our mortgage payment. I did get a really powerful all-in-one loan on this property. I'm going to teach an all-in-one course with Miles Pitcher here probably in a few weeks or so. So I'm excited to bring that to you guys. Most people don't even know what an all-in-one loan is. They don't know it exists. They don't even know it's out there. And so I can't wait to bring you guys that knowledge piece that can really accelerate your portfolio and accelerate your real estate investing career. All right, let's move to the next slide. I kind of wanted to break down the monthly expenses so that you could see what they look like. And then I'm going to kind of ask investors like, 
are these anticipating for too high, too low? Am I ballparking too much? A little bit of history with this house, or not history, but a little bit more backstory. It is a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, very standard home in Missouri, like I said at the very first. But it was a new build, so it was brand new. We don't anticipate too many large fixes for the foreseeable future. Of course, we will have some hiccups, of course. But for the most part, it was, I think that we'll not have some of the major expenses. So fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, so let's break down these expenses for everybody that's listening. We do have total expenses of $1,100, like I said. So we have that mortgage at $525 or roughly right there. We do have taxes at about $125 a month. I think that's probably right on the head. We did pay the taxes at the end of the year uh, last year, and they were a little low, but only because since it was a new build, they weren't assessing the full value. And I believe that 2022, we will have the full value. So I may need to tweak the taxes just a little bit, maybe up or down 20 or 25 bucks. But that's something that we'll have to go through at the end of the year. All right, we have insurance at $75. That's probably a little high from what we are paying, but it's pretty cheap insurance out there. Our variable expenses are at $376. I'm going to break down those variable expenses here a little bit more in a second. We don't have any fixed expenses. Currently, while it's rented, we don't pay any of the utilities, of course. This is a state that doesn't mandate owners to pay those. You can put those on the tenant and have them put it in their name. Obviously, if we have a vacancy, we will need to start paying those. So I might need to put a little bit of extra in there, or maybe we can use the vacancy number because we do have a vacancy number in there. So we don't have any bills or expenses for electric, gas. We don't have any for water and sewer. There is not an HOA, so that's always good. And we don't have anything for garbage. And then we don't have any other expenses for those fixed expenses. I just couldn't come up with any. So if there's investors that are watching this and you have something that you always put in for fixed expenses there, let me know what that is because I'm curious to just learn about it. I'm wondering if in the others you could put like if you're short-term airbnb it or something, you could put in your rental cost with Airbnb or something right there. Maybe, I don't know. All right, let's shift over to variable expenses. We do have $376 for that. Our vacancy is $69. So the way I build out vacancy is I like to use 5% as our figure. So as our monthly rental price goes up, which I said I anticipate it going up this year, we're just going to take 5% of that and we're going to sock it away for the event that we do have a vacancy. I'm wondering if that's a little high or a little low. I have read about it and generally people like 5%. I did see some people that like to put 10% away for that. So give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think about that. And then we're looking at the maintenance costs. I like a number of 7% for maintenance costs. Like I said, this is a brand new build. So I don't think that we'll have uh, that many maintenance costs. We have already had some maintenance costs. They were really minor stuff, just things that the builder forgot about. Nothing really, really big. And we're looking to get a rebate back from the builder for those. But if we don't, it was super minor anyway. It was like 120 bucks. It's not a big deal. 
Then, so let's see, maintenance, we have it at $97. Like I said, I like a 7% number. For all the real estate investors out there, what percentage are you using for your maintenance costs? All right, and then we have CapEx. For everybody that is real brand new, CapEx is called capital expenditures. Those are your really big expenses, the the things that really can hamper a rental property or make your cash flow just go negative really, really quickly. So in CapEx, that would be like roof, replacement, furnace, water heater, your AC unit, stuff like that. Really, really big things that you need to really put some money away for because you will have those come up. If you're getting into this business, it's not if you have the expenses come up, it's when. And so we're using another 7% for that CapEx. Let me know if that's too high or too low. I think it might be a little low. If this was not a brand new home, then I might want to bump up that CapEx to probably 10%. But give me your thoughts. What do you guys think about CapEx? Do you try to run a little high so you just have money in the bank ready to go? Or do you like to just put away the money and use it in other places and then try to come up with your figure after you know what the expense is? Anyway, give me some thoughts on that. I apologize. My phone's blowing up like crazy. Whatever. It's happening. (laughs) It's Friday. Everybody's running some deals. Our team is just crazy busy right now. So I'm super excited about that. But my phone is just blown up like crazy. So after this video, I'll take everybody's calls. (laughs) Okay, then we have management fees. The company that we found out in Missouri is super awesome. Big plug to Scudo. I've loved working with them. They do a really good job. The agent or representative that we have out there, if you want to call her that, is just super good. Very fast at getting a response back to me. If you know anything about me, fast communication is key. I love to provide fast communication and I love to work with people that do the same. And so she's super awesome. But we do have those management fees at 8%. I do think that I'll have to bump that up a little bit. They do have little extra costs through the year, like a leaf cleaning fee from the gutters. They have... They do like a once a year inspection with an actual home inspector. And I think that costs about a hundred bucks. So I'll probably raise that management fee to about 10% or 12% to just put money in the bank and to really kind of equate my figures. But every investor out there, what are you guys running on your management fees? Like what's too high? What's too low? Have you had good experiences with management companies or poor ones? Yeah, let me know what you think. Okay, let's go to the next slide. I want to talk about the returns really fast. And then I'll just kind of wrap up after that. And then I'll be looking for comments and questions down below because I would love to just kind of spitball with everyone. This is my first rental property. So I've never owned one before. So currently I've only owned it for about seven or eight months, which is relatively short. So I am very brand new at this with my own funds. I have been managing other people's rental properties for about two or three years now or helping to manage them because I have a guy on my staff that is an awesome rock star with rental properties. Um, His name's Jacob Whetstone, so big plug to you. So investors that are out there in the Utah area, if you're looking for somebody that is a property manager that is awesome, contact Jacob Whetstone on my staff. He is really brilliant with it and very, very detail-oriented. And so you'll get a good product if he's looking to take on new clients. So you'll have to ask him. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about these returns, though. So right now, I have a net operating income of $9,820. 
So in my opinion, that looks pretty good to me. I really don't know what other people are looking at when they're looking at their net operating income or like a good ballpark or what looks good, what looks bad. So give me your opinions on that. If you have current rental properties right now, what are your net operating incomes? Are they pretty high? Are they a lot higher than mine? Yeah, give me some feedback on that. Okay, and then lastly, the cash on cash ROI. Again, that's 6.3%. So I did have to put 50000 down to get into this property. We did buy it for 200000 And then, so we put fifty down, we bought it for 200000 and then our rent is 1395. So in my opinion, if you're looking at it at that 1% rule, this doesn't even meet it at all. It's pretty light. So this might not have been the best deal, but it was one of those I needed to pull the trigger to just get my foot in the door. So yeah, anyway, I'm just being vulnerable here and being very open with you guys. What are your thoughts about this rental property? Is it something that you would have taken on? Does it not fit your needs? Does it not go up to the standard that you want? So anyway, this has been all about my Missouri rental property. We do have another one in the company's name currently. And so I'll probably do another episode on that one and we'll show you some data from that one as well. We didn't hit the 1% rule on that one either. So I just don't really know how to find that. And so hopefully I'll find it one day. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, this has been all about my personal Missouri rental and we'll see what your feedback is. So looking forward to as many comments and questions as down below as you can put together and just looking to kind of spitball, like I said. And thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.